What up, guys? Welcome to Be Invincible. This is a podcast about self-reflection, about fighting, about becoming a better you, becoming a better person, and different ways you can do that. So without further ado, let's get started right into it. Episode 1, introduction. Let's go over how you can be invincible. So I would say the number one thing that people need to realize that they that is so important to have is confidence. So many people in this world just lacks confidence. And it's kind of crazy because confidence is kind of the key to life and the key to be able to do what you want to do in life. I think nothing can really be possible if you don't have that confidence to go out there and you, and actually try and actually shoot for what you want. I feel like confidence will always be superior to everything else don't get me wrong hard work is necessary uh you know dedication is necessary you need all these things to kind of align together but confidence is probably the number one most important trait that a person can have because if you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself i'm gonna go and do this I know I can do it, whether I have the time or whether I am tired or whether the world itself does not want me to be able to do this, I will find a way to go out there and get it done. And that is the strongest thing someone can possibly do. There is almost 99% possibility of you doing something and achieving a goal that you have, whether it's a daily goal a weekly goal, monthly goal, yearly goal, it doesn't matter. Whatever that goal is, big or small, if you have the confidence that you're able to do it, then all you got to do is go out there and do it. Confidence is half the battle. As long as you have the confidence, then you can put that confidence into your hard work and dedication. And I feel like those three things, hard work, confidence, and dedication will create any dream you have and make it come true. Now, let me give you an example real quick. I said this in the test trial podcast episode on our YouTube. The person, okay, so there's a quote out there. He who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. I live by that quote because if you don't think that you can do something, you are not going to get it done. But if you have the confidence and you actually, with all your heart, and I'm not talking about faking confidence. I'm talking about if you have real confidence in yourself and your capability to do something, then you will get it done. What's so funny about the human brain and the, and the mind itself is that you cannot fake confidence. It is literally impossible to trick yourself into having confidence. The only way you can get it is every single day you fight for it. Every single day you wake up and you work on yourself. You work on that confidence. There's no way you can just fake confidence because it takes, whether it's days, weeks, months, it takes so much time to tell yourself, listen, I can do this. I know I can get it done with the amount of time I want to. Whether it takes longer, that's okay. It's going to get done. The only way you can build up confidence, and here's actually a really cool uh, piece of like homework you can do. If you are someone who is lacking confidence of any sort, the best thing you can do is find a very tiny goal and tell yourself, I can get this done. Work on that and get it done. Because every single task that you get done while telling yourself you can 
will give you more and more confidence to be able to do that stuff. Because the only reason most people lack confidence in general is because they do not feel like they have done enough to prove that they can do something. So if you get all these little tasks and you take away from this huge big task, let's pretend, uh, let's go something extreme, running for president. Let's pretend you're someone that wants to run for president and it's such a huge task and you don't have the confidence. You don't think you can do it. You break it down into these very small groups. It's just a little piece of a chunk. It's like, okay, well, I got to get my public speaking better because right now I'm saying a lot of uh and 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 mm. there's a lot of pausing. There's a lot of speech impediments, whatever it is, pronunciation, empathy, whatever your problem is you work on it. So let's say it's public speaking. Okay, now grab a little tiny piece of a task out of public speaking because you can't just work on public speaking in one day either. So because of how big that's a task. Now, it might not be as big as your overall task being a president, but public speaking is still pretty big. So you might have to break it down more than once. You might have to break it down five times. But at the end of the day, you'll eventually come to a task that is manageable to do in a smaller time frame than the others. For public speaking, it could be, okay, well, I want to speak in front of three people at the same time and hold a conversation. So you can work on that. You can make that happen. Whether it's posting videos online to get your speaking better, whether it is going out there and doing something for volunteer work or charity, no matter what it is, you can work on your confidence by getting these tasks done. And once you complete it, you'll realize, wow, I actually did it. That means I can move on to the next thing. And when you do that next thing, it's going to be the same feeling. And it's like, whoa, I actually did it. Until you have all these little tiny tasks that you just completed and you don't even realize it, by the time you've done them all, you're already better at public speaking. Now, public speaking isn't even a problem because you broke it down into a bunch of separate little problems and fixed each and every one of them until your public speaking got better. It's almost like a division or it's like a math problem. When you are doing math and you're working with huge numbers, you can't just go off the top of your head with these huge numbers. No, you got to break it down. Whatever you got to do to make the problem easier. It's the same thing as life as it is in math. And now all these people out there are like, whoa, you know, math. I never thought I could actually use it in real life. And even though it's not the same, it has stuff to do with it. You just, you need to break down your problems into smaller categories until they get so small that you can actually manage them and complete them one by one. Everybody talks about, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't think that's true. There's no such thing as not having enough time. That just means you don't have enough time to complete whatever task you're working on at once. Let's say in my case, right, let's pretend I wanted to be world heavyweight champion in UFC history, right? I wanted to be a fighting champion, an MMA champion. Now, yeah, if I think of that, is there enough time for me to do that right now? Can I just be like, yeah, let me train every single day, all day, um, become the best fighter in the world by next week? No, that can't happen. You got to make your time worth it. You know, if you only have a 20 minute gap every single day, then use that 20 minutes to the best of your possible advantage. Take advantage of that 20 minutes. Instead of just going on the couch and watching a TV show for 30 minutes, let's say your goal is to get a better body type. Okay, well use that 30 
30 minutes to do some at-home workouts, do some jumping jacks, do some squats, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, some dumbbells, pick something up, whatever you got to do at home to make that happen. 20 minutes a day. Yeah, it may take longer, but if you only have 20 minutes a day, it's better to do 20 minutes a day and eventually get to your goal waiting until you have a day where, oh yeah, I have an hour. Because think about it like this. If you think about it on a bigger scale, it's better to do 20 minutes a day every single day, seven days a week, instead of waiting for that one day a week that you have an hour. Because that's only three days worth. You can get two hours and 20 minutes every single week if you just do the 20 minutes a day instead of waiting for that one hour. Hey, if there is a day you have an hour, great. Guess what? Use the whole hour that day and use 20 minutes for every other day because if you take advantage of time, it's called time management. If you take advantage of time and you take advantage of what you can get done in small windows every single day, or even if you do have an hour every single day and they're separated, you got 20 minutes here 20 minutes there 20 minutes there again use it to your advantage every single time you have that time do what you need to do to complete your goals it doesn't have to be today it doesn't have to be tomorrow it doesn't even have to be this year eventually if you really want that goal bad enough you use that time and you will get there and i feel like so many people kind of overlook that fact so pretty much just make sure to use your time wisely don't go around wasting any time because it's not enough hours in the day for you to waste even one second all right so moving on to the next topic i wanted to talk about is kind of uh, a couple examples of a few things you can make your life better the number one thing and i feel like it's such an important topic is positive mindset it is so important to have a positive mindset because if you fill yourself with negative energy it's going to come across and affect your life in a negative way if you're constantly thinking negative or if you're even if you're constantly around negative people the negativity will rub off on you and eventually consume you because we are almost like an animal inside of a tank right if you think about a shark a shark will grow to the size of its container if our container as a human as a human being if our container is filled with negativity and no positive mindset whatsoever that is exactly what we're going to absorb our brains are like sponges everything that's around us we soak up and especially if you're someone that allows it to happen without realizing it it can consume you so badly to the point where it's hard to get out of that trench i feel like the perfect thing you can possibly do is surround yourself with people that are there to benefit you that are there to give you that confidence boost that you need anytime you think you can't do something or anytime that you think you're not good enough having those people around you to kind of reassure that you are good enough that you can do it that is the best way to stay out of a negative mindset and any people that's in your life in a negative way is going to negatively reinforce you meaning they're going to agree with you they're going to kind of make you think like wow okay well if they don't think so then why should i think so basically if they think that you're not going to go somewhere in life then you kind of reinsure yourself like yeah they're probably right i'm not going to go anywhere in life so the best thing you can do is surround yourself around the people who are not yes men because you don't want yes men in your life all they do is say yeah 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 and they kind of make you believe that you're on the right path even if you're not you want someone that's real that's what you really want you want someone in your life that's going to give it 
to you 100% real. Not someone that's just going to be yes or not someone that's just going to be no. You don't want a fake positive person and you don't want a real negative person. You want someone that's going to be there for you and push you to where you want to be in life, but also let you know if you're going down a path that they see is not doing good for you, you want them to be able to tell you. If you're doing the wrong things, they will tell you. But someone that no matter what, whether you're in the right or you're in the wrong, is always going to push you towards the right direction. You do not want people in your life that is going to negatively affect you and make you go backwards. Now, I've had plenty of people in my life, and I'm sure all of you either do or have had many people in your life that are just putting you down all the time or that are down about themselves and makes you feel down. Those are the people you do not want in your life. And if they're people you care about, then you need to talk to them and be like, listen, man, you are bringing me down with you and I can't have that. I need someone that is going to be with me on my goals. You need to tell them that you're rising up and you want them with you and you can't have them bringing you down. And if they are really that good of a friend or that good of a family member or that good of a girlfriend, a boyfriend or whatever, if they're an important person in your life and they care about you like you care about them, then they will understand and they will try to do better. So touching up on uh, negativity and mindset, I feel like a big thing people don't realize is that a negative mindset can be really bad for the mental health. So basically, if you're someone that is always thinking negative, you kind of fall into this depression state, this anxiety state where you always think something bad's going to happen and you always expect in failure. And I'm sure a lot of you out there uh, are experienced this and I've experienced this in the past. And honestly, I still struggle to this day with it. But the best thing I've ever did was just kind of take a step back every time I feel that way and think about, okay, well, what do I want in life? Where do I want to go in life? Where do I want to be mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, professionally? And how can I get there? And I feel like having those little goals, those little stepping stones to where you want to be in life is very helpful for your mental health. And everything kind of falls back into the same few things, positivity, confidence, little goals in life. I feel like everything that we went over so far already is such a huge basis on mental health. And everything that I have said so far kind of describes how you can better your mental health, whether you have depression, whether you have anxiety, whether you have ADHD, OCD, little things like that you can work on and better yourself. When I was younger, I've struggled with a lot of different things. And one of those biggest things was anger issues, anxiety, OCD, and ADD. Now, ADD is basically a focus and issue. The big reason for my ADD is daydreaming. I am someone that overthinks stuff and I daydream way more hours than I would like to every single day to the point where some of my daydreams can even change my emotion state where I'm actually angry about what I'm thinking about. And it's something I've worked on for a long time. Now, with my anger, and I feel like a lot of you out here probably have this situation, is you let your anger get out of control, you do things you regret, and you kind of lash out at people that you don't mean to. Now, I've worked on this my whole entire life, and my anger issues is probably the number one thing that I'm most proud of that I've actually feel like I've fixed. 
on so high of a level compared to where I was as a kid. When I was really young, my anger issues got the best of me. I was always in street fights. I was always doing stupid stuff. I was lashing out on people for no reason. And I feel like the best thing I could have done was find something that clears my head, that makes me happy. Now, in my case, a lot of that is fighting. A lot of that is training. And a lot of that is filmmaking. Fighting I got into at a very early age of about nine years old. But at 14 is when I really started liking the sport itself. And not just the part about fighting. I I really enjoyed everything about it. The dedication, the hard work that you put into it. Actually, when I was 14, it was probably when everything started getting better for me. Because at 14, I also had another thing in my life. And that was filmmaking. For the very first time, I made my first YouTube video. And I had a blast doing it. And at 14 years old, I felt like my anger was starting to go away at a drastic change. I found something that I really wanted to do with my life and that I enjoyed. So if I could give you any piece of advice for anger specifically, it's find something you love. And it doesn't only help anger. It helps with my ADD due to the fact that when I'm fighting or when I'm filmmaking, I'm not thinking about that stuff. I'm not thinking about anything that gets me angry. I'm not thinking about any of my daydreams. I'm not overthinking absolutely anything in this world. Only thing I am thinking about is what I am doing, whether it is fighting, whether it is training, whether it is filmmaking. And still to this day, those two things are what get me through any emotional state I ever have. I'm not going to lie. I still suffer through some anxiety and it is tough. It's not easy to have a high anxiety and you never know when it can kick off. But the best thing you can do is in those situations, take a step back, think about what you like to do, what you want in life, and try to go to a place where you can do whatever it is that you love doing that can make you happy. The best thing that I would say is like I touched on before about time management, those 20 minutes you have. If you have a goal, usually your goals are the best distraction for your anger, your anxiety, your depression. Because if you're working towards that, you're not thinking about any of the negative stuff in your life. You're thinking about those, even if it's just the 20 minutes a day, it at least gives you 20 minutes to kind of not have to worry about anything in the universe. You never have to worry about your problems. And it's not running away. It's going into something with a clear mind. It's so that you can take that time to do what you like, to clear your mind, to just think about that. So that when you're done, it's a lot easier to handle the stress. It's a lot easier to handle the rest of your day a lot of power lifters a lot of uh weightlifters and all these guys who do sports their workout time is actually their best time of the day because they get to do that and just involve themselves in that entire process so when they're done it's nice and easy the rest of the day because they they got out that stress while doing what they had to do so if you guys are feeling depressed or angry or just stressed out find something that you love to do and try to do it throughout the day to make the rest of the day easier. Whatever you got out of this podcast, take what you want out of it. Even if one minute of this podcast kind of reflects on a way you're feeling, then I've accomplished my mission because all I want is to be able to give you some kind of advice of something that I went through so that you don't have to go through that same exact thing. And I don't know how good this podcast came out, but I had fun. I appreciate you guys so much for all the support. And hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. You can check out any of my social medias. Thank you very much. And remember one very important thing. Be invincible.